0: Hello, and welcome to another mini-episode of Gallery 44's podcast. Today's episode is hosted by me, Caden Wigston, Gallery 44's Exhibitions and Publications Coordinator. Joining me today is artist Julie Pasilla, who is showcasing her work, San Sai, in the Gallery 44 vitrines. Our vitrines gallery is located just outside of our main space gallery at 401 Richmond, and is meant to be a site of experimentation, where artists can explore concepts outside of the formal gallery context. The images in Sansai were collected during repeated visits to the shoreline of Lake Ontario along the southern edge of the Toronto Islands, a dynamic landscape that changes easily with the weather, revealing and obscuring natural patterns and material relics. Julie Pascilla uses a combination of conventional and experimental analog processes to visually comb the beach and explore ideas of ephemerality, ecology, and the intersections of the natural and the material world. Piscilla is a photo-based artist from Toronto. She works with tactile, analog processes to explore the landscape and its relationship to natural rhythms, timekeeping, and place. Piscilla has exhibited in Canada, the United States, the United Kingdom, and Europe, and has received support from the Ontario Arts Council and the Canada Council for the Arts. Welcome, Julie. Uh, Your project, Sansai, is currently on view in our vitrine space. Uh, I'm wondering if you could walk us through what's happening visually in each vitrine and how you went about creating the work.
1: Sure. So in the first vitrine is a black and white photograph, which shows Lake Ontario from the beach at Gibraltar Point. Um, The entire body of work was made on this stretch of the shoreline. So the image is meant to provide like a little bit of context and overview. But I think it's also important for understanding the materials in the exhibition so, in each of the vitrines, um, all of the work was made using silver gelatin photographic papers, and these are meant for use in the darkroom. So, the first image shows um, kind of how this material is meant to behave, how it's meant to be used, and then in the second and third vitrine, we have um, kind of we're seeing what the material can do. So, when it's used in more of an experimental way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really love that. I've noticed that a lot of your recent projects use the lumen printing process, which is what's happening in vitrines two and three. Mm -hmm. And I'm curious to know why you're drawn to working in this particular medium. And perhaps you could explain a little bit about the lumen print process for those who are unfamiliar.
1: Sure. So um, lumen printing is an experimental process that exposes silver gelatin photographic papers to daylight. Um, In the second and third vitrine, what you're seeing is a series of these prints that have been made by exposing these papers to the shoreline of Lake Ontario, so you're seeing a one-to-one impression of that landscape, but you're also seeing movement of water and sand, so it's a little bit of a time lapse in that sense. Um, A lot of people will use this process as kind of like a contact-printed solar photogram, in essence, and so I use it in that way, but um, more I'm interested in taking the papers and placing them in direct contact with the landscape. So either pressing them into something or letting some kind of natural element wash over the paper's emulsion. And one of the reasons that I'm interested in using this process and why I have used it so much is because it's such a sensitive process. So mm-hmm. it responds really quickly to changes in temperature and in um, in the natural elements, uh, time, heat. All of these things kind of affect the final outcome. So for me, as a person who's interested in working with the landscape, um, it's just kind of a a medium that expresses my interests really readily. So things like direct contact, touch, um, making some kind of connection with the landscape is just sort of readily expressed in this process.
0: Yeah, the the colors and all the prints are like quite varied, I find. And mm-hmm. is that like a direct result of like the climate that day, how long you expose it to the light? Like I'm curious what affects the aesthetic of the print essentially. Have you kind of cracked the code on that or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, only a little bit. So yeah, the color palette of Lumen prints is really interesting. Um, most of the, the color palette that you'll see in the exhibition in the vitrines is like these really sort of soft pastels. Um, so like these soft kind of pinks and purples and blues and browns to a little bit of a lesser degree. A lot of that is dependent on the paper type. So different types of silver gelatin papers have kind of like a different color palette embedded in them. Um, if you use like a warm tone paper, for example, you're going to get one kind of range of color versus a cool tone or just like a sort of standard, um, emulsion. And then another thing that influences those colors is the time and the intensity of the sun. Uh, different kinds of lights can also, um, affect that color palette as well. Mm. So I haven't necessarily cracked the code right. um, figured out a little bit how to sort of influence the color palette to a degree but right. it's a very sort of like limited way that you can influence it
0: yeah is there any other like analog mediums that you work with as readily as you do lumen printing or is that kind of your has been your go-to as of lately
1: it's really been my go-to um i've sort of began experimenting a little bit more with chemograms, which are a bit of a related process. So really like misusing the photographic paper Mm -hmm. in that similar kind of way, but with the introduction of more chemistry back into the process. But yeah, I just love lumen printing. I love the color palette. Mm -hmm. I love how unexpected it can be. So even though I kind of anticipate a particular result at this point, I'm still like constantly being surprised by the experiments that I'm doing. So it's just, it's remained exciting for me for like the last seven years.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, the prints are very, very beautiful. Thanks. Um, so as you as you mentioned in your project statement, Sansai was created on the shoreline of the Toronto Islands. And for many Toronto residents, myself included, the islands are kind of this special place, um, somewhere to escape during the summer or like a quiet refuge in the fall and winter months. And I'm wondering, what your personal relationship is to the islands and why you decided to make a project on this particular landscape
1: mm-hmm. yeah i spend a lot of time on the island um i have a studio at gibraltar point and i've been out here for the past six years so kind of like a part-time islander at this point Right. Um, and the reason that i started looking for a studio here in the first place is just because the nature on toronto islands is just kind of incredible for being downtown still Um, Mm -hmm. and being right in the middle of the lake in this way is uh, not something that you get in every city park. So it just gives me a lot of inspiration, a lot of material for my projects. And I feel like um, in the time that I've been here, my practice has really kind of like grown up alongside this landscape.
0: Yeah, I love that. So do you create works on other landscapes? Or is it the islands that's kind of inspired you to kind of create these projects um, along the shoreline?
1: I have made projects in other places. So uh, one of the first projects that I made with the lumen printing process was during a residency in Italy. And that was before I had a, a space out here. And then when I came home from that residency, I was really looking for a studio space of my own in Toronto. And Um, the space at Gibraltar point came up. So yeah, I'm interested in other landscapes, but again, there's just so much material out here. The Mm -hmm. landscape changes so much from season to season. And even, you know, the beach at Gibraltar point changes so much week to week, you know, there's just so much kind of dynamic shifting landscape here. Yeah. Again, just so much material.
0: Yeah. I'm assuming the season that you make the work in affects the quality of the lumen print, or, or I guess kind of harking back to like my previous question, um, does the seasons have like an effect on the color and the aesthetic of your prints as well?
1: It does. Yeah. yeah. Um, really, more than anything, kind of boils down to the quality of the sunlight on a given day. So mm-hmm. an overcast day is going to have like a little bit more muted tones and then direct sunlight is going to be more contrasting, and a little bit more vibrant. So definitely in the winter, um, there's a bit more of a, a particular color palette than you would have in the summer. Um, but for the most part, the changes are pretty minimal.
0: Mm. What season did you create this particular project in?
1: So, I've been making uh, all of these works over the course of several years. So, there's probably a print from every season at this point, but I really, really love working on the beach in the winter because it's just so quiet. Um, In the summer, it's full of like people going swimming and just like having a nice time. And the stillness of the winter beach is just amazing. There's so much kind of space and freedom to work out there. So I think probably the bulk of the prints were made over the course of the past few winters.
0: So I'm curious what's up next for you. Do you have any upcoming projects or exhibitions that we can look forward to seeing? Um, For those who are interested in keeping up with your work, where's the best place for them to do that?
1: Yeah, probably the best place to keep up with what I'm doing is on Instagram. Um, my Instagram handle is just at Julie Piscilla, and I try and kind of post what I'm doing at any given time there. Um, I'm hoping to publish my first photo book this year. So Exciting. I've yeah, I've um, been working on another project for a little while, kind of on and off, and um, I feel like it's kind of ready to finally be finished. So really hoping that that happens this year. And then I also teach workshops from time to time, and I'm beginning to think about maybe some more kind of expansive ones that I would like to teach. Something more like a mini residency that would happen over the course of a few days so brainstorming what that might look like and whether or not Gibraltar Point is a good place to do something like that.
0: Yeah, that sounds amazing. And you've run workshops with us at Gallery 44 in the past too. So I have, yes. Uh, hopefully we'll get to, get you to host some more coming up too, and then people can kind of get the inside scoop on how to make your lumen prints.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> so anyways, that sounds great. Um Thanks so much for joining me today, Julie. It's been a real pleasure getting to speak with you and learn a bit more about your project and practice. And for our listeners, please be sure to come take a look at Sansai Patrines, which is on view until February 3rd, 2024.
1: Thanks for having me.